The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. Welcome to Hanging with the Boys. You're looking at a shot of the Tostitos Plaza outside of Ford Center. Not much happening out there. It's kind of a brisk 56 degrees today. Our temperature's starting to drop here a little bit, but it's plenty warm in here. I'm Kurt Daniels, sitting in the big boy chair for our man Jesse, who is off in parts unknown south of here, somewhere in the jungles of Columbia. In studio with us, though, is our main man, Nate Newton. Wow, man. He got he, boy, the office of coordinators they getting are slashed falling. today, Jess. They are falling. They're getting slashed, bro. You <laughs> up on it? You up on it? Huh? Yeah, I've been yeah. keeping up. Wow. Who is it? Uh, Leftwich, where we already knew. And who was they just announced? The Baltimore? Greg Roman. Yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew him personally, Greg Roman. Did you? Yeah, yeah. He was at the Panthers, so he was a – a kind of a assistant offensive line coach there, and uh, he, you know, boy, he would write down everything. And but <laughs> that was the it. Quarterback huh? don't want him no more. <laughs> the quarterback do don't want him That'll no more. Do it. All right, we are here on this Thursday, hanging with the boys. Uh, brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Um, we are. Feeling, yeah. Nate's over here giving me squeezing things. I wasn't sure what you were showing me there. It was a little strange, but uh, yes, hanging with the boys. Uh, sports equivalent of Braille. Is that right, Jesse? Yeah. People feel us when we yeah. speak. Yeah. That's that's Kurt Daniels. He is Nate Newton. I am Jesse Holly. Together, we are. Hanging with the boy, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People say it with me now. Feel us. Feel us. When we speak. <laughs> well, we sounded right. like when a bunch of off-key people <laughs> without one. Yeah. Well. Yep, yep. How's, how's the world in Columbia these today there, uh, Jesse? Uh, the world is good. Um, I look like I'm in a Colombian cell right now. Yeah, it's a it's a better situation. No, 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 you don't. Trust me. <laughs> you you look like you're in a place that don't look so good, but it ain't a Colombian cell. You would not have no light if you was in a Colombian cell. <laughs> this wow. is true. Uh, but but the world is good. The world is good, and, and we're and we're helping folks. So that's all that matters. Good. Good. Nate, how are your uh, mentals and dentals, as man, they say? Man, I, I'm like, the way they chopping off these heads on these on these coordinators, we better duck <laughs> our heads over here, y'all, with our opinions and stuff. We yeah. better be careful today. Wow. That'll just make our options even greater when <laughs> Kellen decides to leave, right? Uh, you No. No? No. no see, you know, what? That, you know what? That's a question I'm going to throw at Jesse, too. What are your thoughts, your overall thoughts of, of Coach uh, Moore now that things seem to be like, you know, just pointing up? You know, what what are your thoughts uh, how this season ended? I know we got to get to the game, but what are your thoughts on that, Jess? You know, I love when – because football is fluid, right? We right. go up and down with this situation. And, you know, two weeks ago we thought that Dak and Kellen had the worst game they ever played in their life. This past week we think that Dak and Kellen put the best the best game of their life. And I still stand on the simple fact that I've been this the entire time. 
there for me, it's too much inconsistency when it comes to Kellen Moore as your offensive coordinator. One of the things that made me super and uber excited about getting uh, Mike McCarthy was the fact that he was going to come in and call plays and that we found out very briefly after yes. that, that wasn't going to happen. Um, but like I, I, my, I, my, my stance on this, like I said, two weeks ago, you know, when it comes to Dak Prescott, I think he and Kellen Moore working together, they've reached their peak. I, I think there is no more that you can see them ex- uh, ascend to, to greater heights mm-hmm. um, because they, they, there's too much of, for me, too much of a peer-to-peer type of situation. I'm not saying that the numbers aren't good at times, and I know people are going to say, well, we scored the most points, and we had this, and we had that. And I'm like, great, that's awesome. But you won last week. Now, can you put together a, a back-to-back week where you're clicking on yes, all cylinders? We, we talk about the glitching happening <laughs> yes, all the time. Yes, we can. So we're looking for that. <laughs> well, I hope so. I, I, that, that, that has to happen for me. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe if Kellen has a great run in these playoffs, my opinion will change. But it's too much inconsistency back and forth with Kellen Moore. Good Kellen Moore, bad Kellen Moore, in his bag, out his bag, Gucci bag, trash bag, Louis Vuitton <laughs> yes, bag, we can. grocery bag. <laughs> yes, yeah, we so. will. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a, I, you know, what I've learned and what Dak has shown me, a lot of this is on him. Think so? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, because if you can play this type of game – and, and, I, and I don't know where the mentals and dentals on Tampa Bay was last week, but I'm quite sure we all three can agree we're going to know where the mentals and dentals at, 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 on these 49ers. Dentals might get rattled this time <laughs> You know around. what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> I, I just like when Dak plays within himself. Right. And that's good or bad, Dak. I, when, you are allowed to have bad games in this league that we play in. But – not, 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 not the kind where you say, "Well, I'm just trying some. I'm just for." Excuse me, I almost spit on myself. <laughs> I'm just forcing something. I, I, I don't, I don't appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, that's how I feel about it. How, it, how you feel? It, about well, it, it's strange that <clears throat> that we all kind of consider Kellen Moore to, like Jesse said, maybe he's war- they reached their peak, whatever, and and we get frustrated with his kind of. Uh, I guess non-creative play calling right, at times. Right. Yet the Cowboys continue to be one of the best offenses in the league. A lot of other te- what one or two other teams are are wanting to again interview him for head coaches. So I wonder if because we're here every day staring at his work and what's going on, that maybe we're a little more critical than what the rest of the league may think. Because he still seems to carry a little bit of of swag around the league. I mean, two years of leading the league mm-hmm. with your offense. Uh, it just it, – it's hard. Jess, what you think? It's hard to overcome that, you know, outside of this organization because people do look at the numbers. They do look at the stats regardless of who you play because if we look at the 49ers and check their uh, winning percentage against teams of 500 or better, they don't have that great of a record. But Kyle Shanahan, even because he has sweat equity into playoffs and deep runs in the playoffs, he gets the benefit of the doubt. And I guess that's what Kellum don't have at this point, right? Right. The benefit of the doubt, absolutely. But how many times have we asked ourselves this season and even we'll ask ourselves this week coming into this game, what Cowboy team is going to show up? Yeah. Right? We're going we're gonna to ask ourselves that very question of what Cowboys, and when I say what Cowboys team, I'm speaking more 
because we speak a lot of time when we talk Cowboys in general, we speak offensively first because this has always been since my time being here, hell, going back to Nate days, it's always been a kind of an offensive driven football team. So when we speak of what Cowboys team is going to show up next week, uh, this week, excuse me, we're talking primarily about the offense. The, the defense has always been like, yeah, oh, and then we have this on defense. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a question that we continue to ask ourselves. We've been asking ourselves this question for the last couple of years. What Cowboys team is going to show up? And that comes from the level of inconsistencies in Kellen Moore and that play calling, Dak Prescott and his play execution. So those two guys together gives us a week in and week out kind of confusion of what team is actually going to show up. And those other offenses that we talk about that are up there in the league, the Kansas cities, the Buffaloes, the, 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 the Bengals and so on and so forth. We never ask those questions. Right. And, and, and again, to Kurt's point, you may have a great point on that because that we follow this team so closely, but from, a, from a, 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 you know, an outside perspective, we don't, we don't ask what Kansas city team is going to show up this week. We don't ask what Buffalo offense is going to show up this week. We don't ask what kind of, uh, Cincinnati team is going to show up this week. We we kind of almost stamp it uh, that that's going to be somewhat considerable to their their normal standards week in and week out. And we just don't get that here um, in Dallas. We, uh, last week we saw the offense kind of stumble out of the gate. You know, first two three and out first two times didn't look good doing it, but the defense was the ones that kind of set the tone. At that yes. point, we didn't know what kind of we didn't know what the offense was going to be, and they finally got it rolling. They turned out to be the good offense, but the defense set the tone from the beginning and gave them a little breathing room. How important is that going to be this week? When we again, we don't know what offense we're going to get this week. How important is it going to be for that defense to come out? I think if our defense can in the playoffs, it seems like that team that can get seven first, or they get three field goals first. Mm-hmm. Either way, you get that total score of six or more points. And whoever can do that first normally has a better chance of winning because the other team is playing catch-up. And it may change things a little bit. Now, it may not change the way Coach Shanahan runs his offensive deal because he he's kind of setting who he is and the creativity that he that he does for his, his quarterback. But I, I just think if our defense can hold tight and hold them to three and keep them out of the end zone, and slow down their run. I'm not saying you have to stop the run, but slow down their run and put a few more extra touches in Purdy's hand and let our guys get after him. Let's see how he – because we, no one has seen this kid get hit in the mouth. Yeah. No one has seen this kid get put on his back in a consistent basis, harassed. Uh, I don't think he faced a defense with our team speed, maybe with better numbers, but not with our team speed if it could get these guys in a third and six, seven, and eight situation. Yeah. Uh, and, and conversely, Nate, I'll say this. He has, and he sees it every day. He practices against it every single day. He sees the Nick Bosa's. He sees the Fred Warners. He sees the Palomalu 2.0 back there, the Greenlaw, the Kinlaws. Like, he sees it. He sees the Armstead every I, I, single I, day of practice. He's seen it. I laugh. Like, even, when, even when he was on. Go ahead. I laugh when you say that. Yeah, he's seen that great talent, but he's not uh, been the finishing end of that product. Ain't nobody slammed him to the ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody ran through him. Yeah, he ain't. You see, an right. offensive lineman, right. that is different. 
When I used to practice against Charles Haley in training camp, I practiced against Leon Led and Russell Maryland. It sharpened me. But those days are over, yeah. you know, as far as a quarterback, because even in practice, uh, now guys ain't laying out, even eighth round picks. Ain't laying out for for you know for for passes and oh. and, and competing and you're one hundred percent yeah. Right. So when you don't have that type of com, uh, competitiveness going, you know, in practice, even if you hit a a fourth string running back, the coach gonna run up to you. Ah, no hit, no hit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah. go ahead on, Jess, before I you're cut right. you off. No, 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 no. Now you're you're that that kills my thing. You're right. <laughs> you're right. That that's that's absolutely correct. Nice. All right, why don't we go ahead and take our first break, and then we'll let's get into this 49ers offense. they got a lot of weapons over there. Um, Coach McCarthy was talking earlier about they are so good at yards after contact. They come at you hard. They come at you fast. I hate this, man. Jesse, I'm going to let you talk. This let's period, get into my, a little bit of that. Yeah. Jesse, I'm going to let you talk. They're gonna let, I'm we, tired of this. 49ers are – we're going to feel them when they, whatever, we want to feel them. So let's, do, <laughs> let's, let's get on on that. Again, this is brought to you by Blockchain. We will be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Oh, I hate this. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeedGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? And talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. James Wright is your 2022 Cowboys Fan of the Year. James brings the spice to every Dallas Cowboys game, and now he needs you to help him bring it to the Super Bowl. Vote for James to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, by casting your vote at nfl.com slash fan of the year. Go James Wright. Nice. So, 
Last week, and it might have been the situation, it, it was almost like to me they were this Dallas defense was facing almost kind of a finesse offense just because it's 66 passes. Right. This week, we saw last year in the playoffs, they're going to get pounded on. This is <clears> going to be a physical game. Are these guys ready for that? Jesse. They better be. Um, <laughs> if you're not ready. <laughs> no, seriously. Like it, you, I think last year, and if I'm Mike McCarthy, that coaching staff, I pull out that tape. I pull out that tape and I, I show this team just how physically manhandled <clears throat> you were last year and, and, you, and, and help them understand that this is while Kyle Shanahan is going to scheme the hell out of this game. He's going to get the ball into players' hands who are elusive. He's going to get the ball into hands of people who are physical uh, and tough. And they they want to impose their will on you, not only schematically, but but physically. They 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 want to they want you to feel them in everything <laughs> that they do. And I think they, I think I think the Cowboys should pull out that tape from last year and say. You know, here's what we're facing against. We are we are facing one of the most physical football teams that we will see that we have seen this entire season and be ready to match that intensity. Um, If you win the toss, take the football, like take the football and you punch them in the mouth because they're definitely going to try to punch you in the mouth. And the thing that one of the things that we suffer with a lot um, defensively which the Niners do very well is the pre-snap motion, right? The mm-hmm. pre-snap eye candy. They're always, always moving somebody, shifting somebody, doing orbit motion. There's always something that is happening. You can bet your bottom dollar that before the ball is snapped, somebody's moving because they want, they want you to declare, you know, man zone. They want you to begin to do your shifting and moving so that they now know where the football is supposed to go. And this is not a week, and I'm speaking primarily to guys like Trayvon Diggs. This is not the week to turn down tackles. This is not the week to wait for the cavalry to come. This isn't the week to, I- I'm just going to stay in front of him till, till Micah comes and run this thing down from the backside. No, 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 no. This is the week <laughs> where you all have to have that 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 Micah Parsons, that, that, that uh, uh, Donovan Wilson type of hit, and hit it again, and hit it again, and hit it again, and and literally like, don't stop. You you have to kind of go Sicario <laughs> mode, and un and 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 really and really unload the clip until they are down. Because you see Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Debo Samuel and, and, and McCaffrey and 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 Eliza Mitchell, Mitchell, they don't come down with the first guy. They don't. They 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 just don't. And if if you think arm tackles are going to get these guys, it may work in the fourth quarter. But these, but these dogs is coming for four quarters. So the Cowboys defensively better be ready for the misdirection, better be ready for the eye candy. And most importantly, when you come, it, you need to have 12 guys to the football, 11 guys to the football, make it feel <laughs> like 12 guys to the football and, and, and bring the ball carrier down. I agree 100%. You, you, you have to tackle. You have to tackle. You have to keep tackling. You have to, you know, push it to the edge. Right? Don't hurt nobody, but push it to the edge. Tackle, tackle, tackle. Uh, this is a game where I think uh, Diggs understands. I, I don't think nobody has to say anything, but if I'm Al Harris, just in case, 
Yeah. Almost like, you know, we need you this week to be yeah. a little bit more physical. Yeah, he was because a little he, bit more being yeah. physical because he wasn't physical at all last week. Right. So, so we, we don't need – we need 11 guys, like Jesse says, to the ball. And, and uh, he put it right. He put it straightforward. Uh, and I'm quite sure these coaches are coaching that way this week. Yeah. You know, uh, fellas, we have to tackle. We have to, and that is one of my main keys to the game. Offense and defensive line, uh, doing your jobs. But most important, defensive, you have to tackle. If you do not tackle, these dudes, uh, every, Chris, our producer, Jesse just said it. Uh, guys, everywhere you go, you, turn, on, turn on Olsen. I mean, Chris just told us what Olsen said. Everybody understands one thing. This team, a one-yard gain, if not tackled properly, turns into 25 yards. Yeah, yeah. It ain't like, oh, if you miss yep. this tackle, it's going to be five or ten yards. These guys going to get 25 before you see the next guy. Yeah. So Here's a quote. Bear with me this because it's kind of long. But, take your time. But uh, here's a quote from J. Ron Kirst yesterday, who's one of the most physical guys on the team, right. if not the most physical. He, he said, at this point of the season, scheme doesn't really matter. We have a job to do. You know if I'm covering you, I'm covering you. If it, it doesn't matter what route you run, doesn't matter how they try to get you open, if I keep my eyes on you and do my job, I can take care of whatever. Breaking tackles has nothing to do with anything they do. It's all about the guys that they are going up against. It's all about us when it comes to breaking tackles. We make solid tackles, we wrap up, we do our thing, get 11 hats coming to the ball, and that will take care of everything else. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we agree with you. Uh, er- Everybody that know this game, and, and this is how I like it. Coach Shanahan, this is the scary part. Coach Shanahan, if he decides to just say, you know what, forget schemes. Let's just man up and go man on man. If you look at the film, they offensive line can do that. Yeah. If you look at the film, they, they are defensive line can do that. If you look at the film – they wide receivers can run good enough routes to get open. It ain't all – but the, the scheme is the added extra here, not the players. Whereas when you play with Tom Brady, with, with the Patriots, their defense was raw and, and talented. But their offense, it was more the scheme. Hmm. You had to deal with the scheme. And if you found a great player in Gronk and in, and in the quarterback, that's what you dealt with. But here – if they was to say, hey, let's line up and see who got the best man, <laughs> that thing could get ugly like that too. You agree, Jess, or you got another opinion on that? No, I think those are all great points. Um, they, they they are a versatile football team, and, and make no mistake about it, you're going to have to bring your A game because they can give it to you. They can finesse. You know, they, you, you see it happen all the time. But also, you know, this, this, this toughness thing that we speak about, I, I can't help but to harken back to last year. And Don't do that. Don't live in the past. No, 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 no. I, because you and <laughs> you and I had you know disagreed. I, I, I just like the physical part of it. That's their nature. Like that is who they're fundamentally are. That's been a thing that's been instilled in them. That's been the play that they drafted. They've cultivated that type of mentality. Um, and so that's who they are from top to bottom. With, the, with, with a splash of, oh, in the middle of this physicalness, we can get very schematic. We can, we can, we can, we can <clears throat> scheme this thing up to, to, to have, 
you know, guys and situations. Uh, the biggest thing for the Cowboys has to be, are you willing to get into a street fight for four quarters? Like, that's the thing. It, it's you, This team will never stop being physical. It's who they are. It's their nature. It's who they are at the core. You have to be willing to get into a fist fight for four quarters and beat them at theirs. Like, this is, a, this is one of those moments where you have to beat a street fighter in a street fight. And mm. you got to find an, you got to find enough guys to make enough mm. plays. And do I think as a from top to bottom we have a more physical football team? No, I don't. Do I think that we have a couple guys here and there that may be as physical or more in the mentality and in the action? I absolutely do. There are guys on this football team. Tyler Smith is a physical mauling dude, right? Mm. Um offensively uh uh you know Zeke he Zeke ain't juking nobody no more Zeke wants to get downhill and be a physical powerful running back uh Zach Martin is a technician who's a physical dude uh Micah Parsons is a physical dude Jaron Curse physical dude uh Donovan Wilson physical dude so those dudes who who bring that physicality they have to be able to step up and make those type of plays for you throughout the course of the game you're not always going to win the battle but you got to be able to show up enough to, 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 to withstand the onslaught of their physicality sprinkled in with that level of, of finesse and schematics. Can, can those handful of guys, that, that, you know, the street fighters that got a little edge to them, can they cover for the, all, the whole 11? Or can scheming or the coaches in some way make up for those guys who maybe don't have that same dog in them? I remember – playing against the 49ers. And pound for pound, we were the physical team. They were the scheming team, and they were the physical team. And I literally saw this. A bar none, William Floyd out of Florida State, fullback. Hmm. We, were, we were up there, and that was the game where uh, they say Deion Hale Mike. Uh, that's the only thing I can remember, I guess, bad things. Uh, he... Literally, once they went to, they were warming up. He was on our side talking noise to us. When they sung the national anthem, he was literally in the middle of the field just really? coming at us verbally, wow. just talking noise. You know, that it's over, you know. Uh, he talking to his offensive line. If you have that, that personality, it, it, it can work one game. It can work. If, if, if everything falls in place, <laughs> yeah. it can work one game. Uh, last year when Jess brought that up, I knew in my heart that we wasn't physical enough. But the homer in me just kept <laughs> fighting it. This year here, I think that we have enough dogs on our team to, to withstand their punches. This is what I'm banking on, fellas. Mm-hmm. That they haven't played the people we have played. Our division right. was a top-of-the-line division. And it was a pretty physical d- division. We know what it is to feel it. We've been down, and we've been knocked out and got back up. And I'm just banking that these guys are hungry enough that this is going to be a game. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know really how to turn out, but this should be a game. And if Dak plays the way he played last week, felt the game the way he felt the game last week, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm. I am good. Nice. All right. Let me give and, you. And, and to add on to that. Let me and to add on to that, you know, Kurt, um, I, I'm I'm banking on our game record. 
I'm banking on Micah Parsons being yes. an absolute game record. Like, I, I am. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm banking on him disrupting things so much and being just an out-of-this-world alien because these are the times when you have to do it. These are the times where, you know, hey, I, I, I need a sack right here. Gladiator. The gladiator. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, need, I, I need a play right here because I have this feeling inside of me that there's going to come a point in time in this game and it's going to be a play and it's going to be a play that is so obvious and clear that that sets the tone on who's going to win this football game there's going to be an obvious play and it's going to be a physical play it's going to be something that's going to happen physically and you're going to see the team break you're going to see the chink in the armor from the other team break my i am banking on that like nate said earlier it's you know Debo coming across the middle and Donovan laying a smackdown on him for an incomplete pass, and 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 that's when like you realize, yeah, we 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 that or Micah getting the sack and Brock Purdy now becomes shell shocked from that. There's something's gonna happen, or Zeke gets into the open field, or Tony Pollard gets to the open field, and they decide, you know what, I'm just gonna lower my shoulder. I ain't going out of bounds. <laughs> I ain't going out of bounds, and, yeah. and it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be shades of when 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 and I, I know this isn't young Zeke anymore, but back to that Seattle preseason game where um, you remember that where, huh? where, where where Cam Chancellor <laughs> yeah. when Cam Chancellor came down and thought you know welcome to the NFL young fella and and Zeke said welcome to the NFL I am here. Feel me. You ain't get paid by some braille company. You ain't get paid by some braille company. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's listening to all offers. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but there's going to be a play in this game where we, we, we sit back and we look and we, we're going to start texting each other and we're going to be like, that was it. Yeah. That, that, that's when it happened. Awesome. So I hope that we're, I'm betting that we're going to be on the positive side of that. All right. All right. Let's take our second break. That segment was brought to us by blockchain.com. Uh, when we come back, let's dig in a little deeper into some of these players specifically they have on offense. They have maybe the best, you mentioned Micah Parsons got to, got to have a good game. He's maybe going up against the best left tackle in the league. Plus, they got that double headed monster of McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. They got some weapons. So when we get back, uh, we will. Talk San Francisco offense. We'll be yeah, right back. Yeah, Hang guess with the boys. Jesse will praise them. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. 
Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. I am Kurt Daniels. He is Nate Newton. Jesse Holly is joining us from South America, or is that Central America? I should know this. I'm I, I don't know what yeah, America is. Show. I don't want nothing to do yeah, with I'm Jesse. Showing my geography skills. Yeah, anyway, Jesse is me. on video. Happy to have him here. Uh, we've been talking Cowboys, 49ers, of course. Uh, mainly on the defense. I want to get into some of the specific players they have on that offense over there. And I, I'm, I'm full of quotes today. i got another quote here I want to share with you guys. This is from uh, Shanahan. He said, I think we're pretty balanced from a personnel standpoint that you have guys that are good at underneath stuff, guys that are good at over-the-top stuff, guys who are good in zone, guys who are good at man. So we do that schematically. Teams play us a lot of different ways, so you kind of just let them pick their poison. So which poison are you guys picking? Who's scaring you the most here that you want to avoid? You're talking about on this team? On the 49ers. Offense. Offense. They're tight in. Really? Yes, because mm. this is what scares me Kittle. is Kittle lines up a lot right next to the tackle. He's an old school tight end. Okay, normally you would, you would applaud that because you just put a, a linebacker over and jam him. But a lot of guys ignore him when he get down there. But he's running his routes, not from an outside point of view where you can really see it and try to figure it out. He runs it from the inside point of view. Those routes are a little bit different. And if you're not used to that type of tight end set, that, that can look different. Yeah. And, uh, Jess, that's just what I believe, you know. No, you're absolutely right with, with George Kittle. He's, he, has, he has an old-school foundation – um, and I know this personally because I trained George Kittle the first two years, uh, his first year, first two years in the National Football League. Um, and he, he comes from Iowa where he was just a blocking tight end. Hmm. And then he's transformed into this receiving tight end. So at his core, he has no problem putting his hand in the dirt and coming down on the defensive end, climbing to the second level on a linebacker and physically being able to dominate you. Like not this, not this new hybrid stuff where it's like, well, I'll get in front of a linebacker, but I don't want to block him. No, he 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 gets joy out of a pancake, out of a finish in a block, um, and, and can do it really well. And then when you think he's coming to block you, then he runs by you, and he could do that. He could do that damn good. And when yeah. he gets the ball in his hands, this ain't Jason. This ain't Jason Witten. This ain't Jason Witten for eight <laughs> yards in a fall. No, this is eight yards. I'm turning. I'm trying to stiff arm you, juke you. You're going to have to bring your whole lunch pail in order to tackle me. But the guy that scares me the most, like most people on, you know, that would say, 
it's 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 that man Debo. It's that man Debo. You just got that, knocked though. <laughs> and, and that's what he does. That's what he does to you. Does he still worry you more than McCaffrey just because he's a little more physical? Yeah, man. He, mm-hmm. he he lines up. They both line up everywhere, but when he gets you, there's a level of physicality that Debo comes with that it's it's different. And he's thick enough to withstand the hits, to break the tackles, and then he's fast enough to run away from you. He has very good, uh, you know, he catches the ball. He's a hand catcher. <clears throat> he's a playmaker, and, and and they use him to 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 do everything. Uh, and so he's the one that that would keep me up at night. Is where is Debo going to line up, and how we'll be able to to stop him? Because you know it's going to be hard for a guy like Trayvon to to star cover Debo Samuel's because of everywhere that he lines up. They line him up. You <clears throat> go back and you watch games. There is not a spot that he does not line up on that football field from outside to inside to in tight to in the backfield. Uh, they even do some of the wildcat stuff with him. They do stuff with McCaffrey. So it's 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 going to be it's going to be another one of those alignment assignment. Understand who you have when they're all over this football field. And then when the ball is out, 11 guys to the football, yeah. got to rally to the football because they got playmakers with game breaking ability. Yeah, that, that Anthony Barr, and I wanted to run this by you just to kind of help explain it. Anthony Barr talked about the def- our defense needs eye discipline. And I'm assuming, is, is he talking because mm-hmm. they shift and motion and they put Debo here and yep. there and McCaffrey. Is that what he's talking about? And how do they – How do they? yes. Is that is that another word for assignment sound maybe? Yes, that is another word. That, that is exactly sound. what it is. And, you know, uh, for all of Barr's experience – and for all of the discipline he's going to have, he wouldn't be one of the guys I would play a lot. <laughs> no. He's a mismatch Is to it? everything that they're doing. Yep. And that's just what I believe. From like unless speed they're gonna, Unless they're going to put him on the defensive end, are they going to have him rushing? Yeah. I mean, because, they, man, what, my man, I look at that. The, the offensive head coach, and look at that. And I mean, just what I say, the offensive head coach, I look at that and say, hey, man, they're going to number 42. Uh Change the play. He'll be calling kill from the sideline. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Jess, I mean, is I out of line for saying this or what? No, and that's that. That's the genius of Kyle Shanahan is we, when we talk about scheme, I just don't mean line up and run a play. I mean, oh, I want to get Christian McCaffrey in space versus Anthony Barr. So I'm going to run – I'm now going to call a play that takes – the safety away that takes the linebacker going here. And now I've found a way to get Anthony Barr and Christian McCaffrey in space. Now, Christian McCaffrey has to work and do what he has to do. Right. But you, as an office corner, you like your chance. You go, if I call this play three times, how many times can Christian McCaffrey win? Barr might win one. Christian might win two. Barr might win two. Christian might win one. But it's all about... I, I can find the matchups that I want by the things and how I design them and set them up. So that eye discipline is like, we have to know where our keys are at. You hear that that term keys all the time. It's like, if if my keys are this, this right guard or this left guard is going to tell me where the ball is going to go, then I need to follow that and not following the tight end who's doing a, you know, a backside block. That ain't my key. If my key, if my eyes are on this tight end, and they should be on the guard. Well, now I, my eyes and my body have gone to the left. Oh, snap, the ball's coming back to the right. Now I'm stuck, 
and they're over to the second level for a potential big gain. So having that eye discipline is understanding your keys, being where you're supposed to be and, and not being fooled by the pre-snap eye candy. The thing that can hurt is you, you do not want to end this game. And some player, you hear some player like, man, if we would have just did our job. <laughs> if you hear that right there, man, you yeah. need to be getting rid of that dude. Yeah. You know? I'm serious. <laughs> All except Michael Parsons, I guess. The rest of them, just get rid yeah. of them. Well, sp- yeah. spe- speaking of Parsons, yesterday we talked about how we were one of the matchups we were looking forward to was uh, Bosa against Tyron Smith. Mm-hmm. On the other side... We've got Micah Parsons, all pro, against maybe one of the best left tackles in the game, if not the best, Trent Williams. How do you think – I mean, they're not just going to run Parsons up there against him all game. How do you think they're going to handle that? Let me say this right here. Let me break down real quick, if I can. Our right tackle, which is Tyron Smith, and I'm talking about now. I ain't talking about the future. This thing is going to happen pretty soon. He's going to have to be technique sound. He's going to have to call on all of his knowledge, his 15 years or however long he's been a tackle, right and left. He's going to have to call on all his knowledge. He's going to have to be limber. And you may laugh, but he may have to put that hot towel around his neck <laughs> and have his neck loose. He's going to have to, you know what I'm saying? He's going to have to, he's going to, have to be massaged sure. but because he's going, to feel, he's going to feel this cat. Now, Jesse, this is going to be real braille. He's going to, because this guy can run defend. As well as pass rush, eighteen point five sacks this year. Numerous pressures. You're speaking about uh, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, yeah. right? You gonna have to deal with him. Yeah, he is established and a, and a part of all defensive candidate of the year. Now we go to the young guy versus Trent. With Trent Williams is a uh, the first version of what we're trying to hope Tyron Smith can be. You know, uh, T- Tyler Smith, excuse me, oh, can be. What Tyron Smith yeah. was. Yeah, and what, what Tyler, Tyler Smith, Smith hoped, hoped to be. To be yeah. This dude is it. Mm-hmm. He can get out and pull. He can block down. He can go straight ahead. And he can pass block. And he does it with a physicality. Since he's been back, they haven't lost a game. Mm-hmm. He was out. Now, Parsons going to have to deal with that. He got to deal with that. With speed, he got to deal with that with power, but he's gonna have to have an off-speed pitch. Where sometimes he don't he don't really rush. Sometimes he just calculate and just jump up in the air, hmm. you know, and try to block a pass. You can't attack him the same way every time because he will take it and use it against you. Yeah. Bosa, Bosa is a guy that Parsons should look at and say, "Hey, how do I become a better run defender? Because if I become a better run defender," I'll be able to not only run down plays from the backside, we know you can do that, but go through guys in their weak points on their body and still make plays. And when you can do that right there, now a guy don't know how to play you. Yeah. See, you don't know how to play Bosa. Whenever you do it, you, you rely on your technique, your will, and your determination to fight. With Parsons, like, okay, if I can just keep him from running inside, I'll run him around the horn, I'll run him around the horn. Yeah, he may – he may get there and he may not, but I'm going to do what I got to do technique-wise. Yeah. Well, Jesse, would you – how often – I mean, should they avoid Parsons banging up against Trent Williams? Do they need to move him around more than maybe they usually do? Nah, put force on force. Mm, okay. Put force on force. Again, that to me – and they move back around pretty often, but put force on force. You're trying to establish your dominance and and and, you know – you can't you can't run away from 
the situation. Micah is more dominant when he's either rushing up the middle or off that defensive right side, offense's left side. So even trying to put him on the other side where Tank is at, Tank is settled in that spot, and he's better in, in that left defensive spot, right right side uh, of the offensive line. So for, for, for Micah, you just have to now – and if I'm Micah – not, not if I'm Micah, but if knowing Micah, Micah wants to challenge. Micah wants good on good. I want great on great. I want to be able to, to, to test my will versus his will. To use a term from, from Michael Irvin, he always talks about um, to, to beat a man – is that you, you? You whoop him in his weakness. To break a man, you beat him at his strengths. I'm, and and I'm we're share going some. to break this football team. <laughs> I'm gonna share some with you. We're gonna break this football team. <laughs> it's gonna be Micah Parsons having to beat good on good. I'm gonna share some with you. I'm gonna share some. Can I share with you? Please share. Yes. I love me some Michael Parsons. Yes, that's been. But it's already been proved that if you run at him, if you can find him and run directly at him, by the time the game over, he's gonna be grabbing a hip, a calf, or something. (laughs) Let's not do that. Let's give. Let's have a plethora of guys (laughs) go at Williams. You know, while my our best guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you something. If this guy lay hands on him, he, he would think that the pastor done called in to the show. <laughs> I promise if he get his hands on him. So, you know what? We don't need pastor calling in uh, trying to lay hands to heal him. Right. You know All what right. I'm saying? All right. Speaking of that, we, will, we need to get out of here. We'll, we'll uh, take some calls tomorrow. Maybe we'll get the pastor. To we'll have you tomorrow, send Jess. Good, send him a good word. Yes, sir. Uh, good, good. We, we at the hotel. We have yet to really talk about uh, Purdy and Prescott all that much. Maybe well, we'll I got, I got Purdy. Yeah, I well, got Purdy. We know, we know you are yeah, Purdy yeah, for she, sure. Yeah, we got him. All right. Yeah, let my grandma say pretty ugly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Chris. Thank you for uh, getting all this technology going, getting Jesse hooked up for us, and tweaking the right knobs back there. Thank you, Audio Jazz. For Audio all Jazz. Do. She seems sad today for some reason. Really? Yeah. Ask her why she's sad. Maybe she'll tell you. She missed me. There you go. Thank you, bro Will, bro Willie, bro William. Appreciate all you do. Thank you, Mr. Nate. Hey, man. Jesse, Thank give you, us Jesse. Some we appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you all to yeah. everyone else out there listening to us. We will be right back tomorrow taking your calls. We are hanging with the boys. We are out. Hang in! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!